0: Podcasts.
1: Well, New Year, same podcast. Yes, you're right. We haven't changed anything.
0: Oh, wait, we didn't. No. Oh. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, I I thought that's what you're supposed to do. you are supposed to have New Year's resolutions, right?
1: Oh. Okay. So we'll be nicer to albums. Then is that one of our resolutions?
0: Oh, I I was gonna go the opposite route. Oh. I was gonna be meaner to albums. We're gonna album. be meaner. Yeah. Exactly.
1: F you, Tame Impala, your dumb music.
0: <laughs> this uh, new MF Doom album is quite subpar.
1: Mm, shallow and pedantic.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I there's sometimes where I listen to other reviews and I'm just kind of like, wow, um, maybe, maybe maybe we're the nice guys. Aww. Are we too nice, though? No. No? Okay. All right. Because I wonder if... We're gonna be nice enough on what we'll be reviewing today.
1: Mm. Well, we need some grit, maybe like our like our boy Bruce.
0: Need to get our bootstraps on, right?
1: And American flags out.
0: Mm. What what does he wear on the cover of uh, Born in the USA? It's those, jeans. Those in jeans
1: and a white tank top, right? Yes, there you go. It's no, sh- no, it's like a shirt with no sleeves, yes. right? Yes, yeah.
0: Yes, I think you're right, and he's got a red bandana too. Sure does. Yeah, that's what we got to do because we got to get all that ready for today's review on the latest episode of g4d aka grounds for discussion buddy i must
1: say welcome back we're here it is good to be back it's good to be
0: back do you want to take away the intro
1: here yikes Mm -hmm. so we're going to be talking about the bruce springsteen broadway show that was just dropped on netflix back in december Mm -hmm. because it's january and no creative minds have put out anything worthy of reviewing yet (laughs) get on it artists come on see
0: i knew you would have some really passionate insight there
1: you bet (laughs) yeah so bruce springsteen on broadway he started doing this sometime last year and it got extended multiple times Mm -hmm. and i think his final show is done it's over and netflix so graciously got a contract and was able to put up one of the recordings of his concert live so mm-hmm. you don't have to spend the money to see Bruce springsteen on broadway <laughs> which is great they did a very similar thing with oh hello have you heard of oh hello no i have not it was the broadway show with nick Kroll and john mulaney it is very very funny I okay. recommend it but right. they
0: i, I like <clears throat> i like both those guys they they can make me laugh
1: yes it's very good but we are a music podcast, we talk about music, and we're going to talk about Bruce Springsteen now.
0: Bruce Springsteen on Broadway. On Broadway. Now it's a one-man show. Yep.
1: Stripped down, just him and his guitar. Sometimes and piano. talking to you. Yep.
0: Sometimes talking away from the mic. Sometimes playing on the piano. Sometimes um, playing on
1: a guitar. Maybe his wife comes out. Maybe he just starts yelling. <laughs> Maybe he starts whispering. So I guess before we jump into this, um, (laughs) I think it's fair to say that John and I are not not familiar with Bruce Springsteen. We know who he is. We enjoy his music. I would not consider myself a super fan or to the extent of knowledge, maybe.
0: He is actually an artist that recently, and I think I might have touched upon it briefly on this show, who I know as hits and I really want to get to know the albums. I'm really trying to do that more with artists that I know all the greatest hits of him, Billy Joel queen, you know, these like artists that are so well known for these mega hit songs. You know, they've already cemented their place and rock and roll history and whatever else. But I've never really listened to a lot of their music front to back in the way that those albums were intended to listen to. So at one point recently, I picked up Born to Run at our place, Park Ave CDs. Shout out to Park Ave CDs. And it was just $10 and I decided to get it original pressing and it was great listening to his album front to back. I really enjoyed it quite a lot. Yeah, And I can see like why someone would become such a huge fan of his music because of that and i want to continue doing that
1: there's a lot going on in his music there's you know this working class kind of thing there's the instruments there's the arrangements just all this like stuff happening and it's really cool and i would love to see him live i think and from what i've heard it's like a three and a half hour show and they just go go go
0: oh yeah If he ever came around here to Orlando, I would get a ticket instantly.
1: And I I definitely got that vibe from Bruce Springsteen, that he is very much an entertainer at heart, and he wants to put on something memorable, something meaningful, and an experience. And that's kind of what I took away from this show. Mm -hmm. Or what he was trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But... (laughs) Okay, so I didn't hate this. I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's... That's a ringing
0: endorsement right there. John and I
1: were talking and it was like, what if Bruce Springsteen like started a podcast? (laughs) It's kind of just like old man rants about his pod, his like life via podcast. But the podcast is now a Netflix special. You
0: know, know, the Bruce Springsteen, the (laughs) podcast would be Bruce Springsteen here on the uh, Mm air
1: brought to you by Squarespace. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. I was born to run. And me undies, trust me when I say those are some underwears you were born to run in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look... It, Let me tell you something. You're going to be dancing in the dark if you don't have a good domain and website for your podcast. Oh, and that's why
0: I chose Squarespace. Dude, that deserves a high five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... You're right. That's that's essentially what it is. It's... Born
1: in the USA. You know what else is born in the USA? Casper mattresses made 100% in the USA. <laughs> we donate one if you buy one.
0: <laughs> it's so true. Uh, yeah. <sighs>
1: Probably one of the most jarring things I think Bruce Springsteen said in the whole show was when he was describing his hometown and... Was it his father? He's like, and and it smelled like coffee. And and I don't like coffee. Oh, but I do like the smell of it. Oh.
0: (laughs) It was like an emotional roller coaster right there.
1: Bruce, take away Bruce give.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, honestly, that's probably my favorite element of the special was when he was kind of getting nostalgic and reaccounting his life growing up in Asbury Park. Yeah. I didn't live in Asbury Park, but I did live in New Jersey. And I've been to Asbury Park several times. I even went to Stone Pony as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I've seen shows there. And I think he's still on rare occasion drops by and surprise as Bruce Springsteen plays there. Right. It's a great venue. Um, but everything that he was describing about it, like definitely I felt like some kind of connection to, especially yeah. from being... From New Jersey
1: it was kind of cool hearing like he didn't really go into detail of anything though I felt like I felt it was more like rambling in some instances like there wasn't a consist like he tried to have that consistent thing about his father like you know oh, dad was at the bar with me and I didn't get to see him that much but he doesn't really talk about like that it doesn't really build on that or like I thought he was gonna be like oh and then the music my dad was impressed with the music and we finally got together and he was like He just like jumped way too much,
0: especially at the end of the show, too, because it starts off kind of like him doing an autobiography, Mm -hmm. throwing in some songs that kind of tie into what was going on in his life as a kid. It's
1: like he took he took it from like his Wikipedia page, I felt like
0: (laughs) that's that's not far off. Yeah, I think he had some set like, okay, I'm going to talk about this topic and then I'm going to talk about this topic mm-hmm. and then I'm going to play a song. But I don't think he ever had any set dialogue. Like, I'm sure he had some set things he would say.
1: Yeah, I'm sure just the way he worded it probably changed throughout the night. That's And I'm to sure he ad-libbed you know. some
0: things here or there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Some of it's kind of rambly and it especially shifts off in a completely different direction towards the end. It's like at one point it's about him growing up and how he became a rock star But
1: But then you have like his father in there, his family, his upbringing, his like music and stuff. And he talks about Clarence really quick, the saxophone player,
0: which I thought was a great moment.
1: Yeah. I just felt like I know Bruce Springsteen came out with a book a few years ago. And Mm -hmm. I feel like if you got the read the book, you would have a much more enjoyable time with it just because there's more to it. Like
0: Mm
1: -hmm. the Broadway show was great. It was a very impressive for Bruce Springsteen to do, but it just seems like everything he talked about was really surface. And like, I wanted more detail, like more grit, more like I want more stories about him in the van with the band and then losing like their drummer halfway through. Like that was cool. Like this progression, it didn't progress. That was, I think that was my biggest issue. It was just like ramblings.
0: And at two and a half hours. Yes. It is a You felt like he could have covered all that. Right. You really, really did. And it's like at points I was captivated, but at other points I felt like I could easily drift off. And I got to be honest Adam, I couldn't make it through this thing in one whole sitting. Mm. I don't know if you feel the same way.
1: I had to pause it a couple times. I like I totally get what he was going for. Exactly. I and if you are a fan of Bruce Springsteen, this is an absolute necessity to watch. Mhm.
0: I I would agree with that sentiment 100 and i think the other thing is too is that a show like that would be a lot better when you're actually there yeah it's probably a lot different to be in that audience and to be captivated by that right and not have any distractions from the outside world or anything like that it
1: almost loses its like value seeing it on netflix
0: it does it does um not that bruce springsteen fans can't enjoy it oh no they're gonna love to it, see
1: it. I'm tr- trust me you were going you were in for a treat for this I just feel like the format could have used some work and
0: there were some points with that format specifically where it's like he starts out strong and then kind of teeters off right. whether it's just him kind of just forgetting where he was going or just kind of like well you know I'm gonna tell you this story but it doesn't really have an interesting ending to it yeah. Or I'm going to try and wind it down. That way I can go into this song. Yeah. Like this is a good summary of what the show was like.
1: I think he needed one singular focus. Yeah. Like either talk about your life and how it impacted the music or talk about your music career. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, save the all of it together for like a cohesive book where you have more time and more effort and more area to describe things like I hate that I'm using this comparison, but Billy Crystal, <laughs> all right, as unfunny or not funny as you think he is, the dude knows how to write a one-man show. Yes, he It's does. focused. It's concise. It's funny. It's still in the realm. What was the the one he did? It was like 52 Sundays or something.
0: Yeah, something like yeah, that. But I like, know what you're talking yeah, about, Yeah, but
1: the way it flowed, like there's one singular point. There's one... Thing after the other it all Mm -hmm. added up to something and I think that's what this was ultimately missing was an ultimate focal point Like if this whole thing was like I wrote music to impress my paw then start with that Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like start up. Oh growing up We were blah 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 and my dad bought me my telecaster He never liked it and blah blah blah, but he kind of talks about that But then he jumps into something else and it's just like yeah You it's hard to pay attention when he's being ADD about it.
0: Yeah, especially since at the end Like he, it sounds like he's really ramping up, really getting to that point where it's like, all right, we're going to get to the apex of his career. You know, this is the triumphant moment where he really makes it. But then he starts talking about me too, which not knocking that I'm just saying it's a huge shift in the storytelling that he's doing.
1: And there's, there's no payoff at the end. That's the thing. He just plays, he plays what dancing in the dark at the end or born to run. Was it Born to Run? Okay,
0: I, I think it was Born to may, Maybe it was.
1: He, dan- just, ah, he did Dancing in the Dark, right. and I think he did Born to Run last. I think you're right. But it's just like he just played it because he knows it appeases his fans. Yeah. Kind of thing.
0: Exactly. Well, and I guess basically what I was trying to get at before was that this is a good summary of what the show is. All right. So, growing up in New Jersey, it was really
1: hot. Really effing hot, man. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen dropping the F-bomb.
0: Now here's a song about how hot it was. Like, that's just kind of how it was. Yeah. It was just like, you're you're listening to...
1: (sighs) It's interesting when you take out one of the coolest things, and one of the things that makes Bruce Springsteen's music identifiable is the whole big band element to it. Mm -hmm. And when you just strip all that away, and it's just the guy on acoustic guitar... He almost kind of sounds
0: like your cool uncle who had a cover band at some point, (laughs) you know, talking about his experience.
1: Yeah, I was just like, like, (laughs) could you imagine, like, if Mick Jagger was like, all right, here we go. And he just did, like, an acoustic, like, by himself of, like, start me up or something. I can't get (laughs) no Satisfaction. It's like, I don't know. Something didn't, it felt off. At certain points, like I was just like, OK, where is this going? Like, it's cool to see him talk about it. But like I said, I think I would much rather had like one focal point point in everything that he was talking about leading to that focal point.
0: Yeah, I don't regret seeing it.
1: No, it was definitely it was. Hey, man, the guy's super talented. And the fact that he put on that show every night for a couple months, that's really impressive.
0: And it does make me want to listen to more of his music. Yeah, it makes I me want to of... read
1: the book more, honestly, because I want to mm. learn more about his life.
0: I know a lot of diehard fans of his and the things that they think about him, I I I get it to a certain extent. This show kind of showed it even further than me why they're big about him, but I feel like for me I need to be able to earn that. You know, I have to find that out my natural way. Yeah. I think that this was kind of tough to get into because I wasn't a hardcore fan. And I feel like a hardcore fan would listen to him say anything. Yeah, I agree. They'd they'd listen to him talk about, like, you know, his grocery list that he's going to get.
1: Although I feel like some of the hardcore fans just kind of are, like, shut up and just play the music. Like, not that they don't care where he came from, which is a big a big aspect of him, but. I also think it wasn't as funny either. There's a couple, like. Ha! Moments, but he's not a comedian by any stretch of the imagination. No, but the
0: audience was loving it. They they, they were cracking up at points. And I just kind of felt like, all right, I mean, like I get it. He's not a stand-up comedian, but uh, I still feel like maybe that's where some certain things could have been written out, Mm. like pre-planned, rather. I I don't know. I, I, I go back and forth on how I feel about this, but I think... For me, if it was a bit more, to your point, structured out, had a focal story point to it, you know, had a really strong structure instead of just being like really off the cuff like it is, I think it would have been stronger. I also just think that two and a half hours, at least from watching at home on Netflix is too long. Yeah. And that goes for any artist. I don't think I could really watch any artists, even ones that I absolutely love for that long where it's just them
1: depends on the act i guess but i i just feel like
0: mm, uh, i don't know it It, it
1: definitely felt like two and a half hours watching it that's the problem yeah
0: that's the problem you're absolutely right it 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 felt long and that's why i had to pause watching it several times because i just it just would kind of drift off you know yeah you would just start you know talking about like oh you know i lived in the street there's this church and you know he starts going off on and all it wasn't these even like things
1: what influenced the songs either it's he just kind of played the songs as it they went you know it wasn't like i was alone drinking at a bar and then i played Born to run like you know what i mean it wasn't anything like that
0: yeah yeah i, th- I thought the vietnam part was definitely the strongest yes element yes um you know because it it seemed like okay I've got a lot to say here because he ended up going to being involved in the war. I'm not sure in what capacity off the top of my head. Yeah, see,
1: that's where he should have gotten into it more like, oh, I went to the war and saw these things. And he kind of elaborates a little bit on it. But, you know, that's what we want. Like, I want to know the story like behind it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost kind of like here's a teaser. Yeah. And then I'm just going to drop it and lead into a song and then go on to a whole nother topic he's A
1: very humble guy
0: you know and that's one of the things i like too actually yeah as well like he would joke around about like how big he is now but there's a great line in there where he's like you know new jersey is a death trap it's a suicide pact, and that's why i live two hours from my hometown you know like he just yeah like those kind of things i thought all right, you know, that that's working for me. And, yeah. like, that's where the appeal for Bruce Springsteen really shines through. Yeah. You know, we talked about, like, that, like, grab your bootstraps, you know, like, this is an American guy, you know. he just got a T-shirt on and some jeans, no crazy outfit or anything like that. He's an
1: entertainer. He's a very humble entertainer, and he knows his audience extremely well. Yes. And knows what people like. He's been doing it a long time and what they don't like. And for those of people who don't agree with him politically, he's doesn't care because he's Bruce Springsteen.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So do you want to continue with your final thoughts? sir? Yeah. We can felt like you were about in. to.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, it's two and a half hours. It's definitely a time commitment. And if you're a huge Bruce Springsteen fan, you'll love it. If you're just dabbling or you're curious about theater and arts, this might not be your most favorite thing you've ever seen in your life, but I think it's definitely worth a watch, and I want to know more about Bruce Springsteen now. So, if anything, it's a good little introduction to the life of Bruce Springsteen. And further research, I'm sure I'll learn some more cool things about him. Agreed. And how he does not like coffee is blasphemy, but, you know.
0: Well, you know, you, you can't have everything. Although, he is absolutely right about... Uh, oh, jeez, did I just turn into a Canadian there for a second? A boot. <laughs> he is right about... Uh, it's smelling like coffee there, cause I think it's what Nescafe or something like that.
1: Something like that.
0: Yeah, they, they had that factory right there. You know, New Jersey has some very distinct smells <laughs> in certain areas. Um, so our good buddy Kyle, he he has a, a podcast just like us, and you know we talked about him before on this. It's called show. Somewhat Creative. Somewhat Creative, great guy, and. I hope, you know, we can get him on the show sometime and get a good session going with him. He is a diehard Bruce Springsteen fan, and I know he actually went to go see this live. Hmm. So I think he would have a really interesting perspective. I'm on
1: very this. curious to see what he thinks.
0: Yeah. So so I'm, I hope him and I can talk about it sometime soon. And preferably, actually, the three of us would talk about it. But, you know, I hope he also doesn't hate us after what kind of review we're giving it here. I'm, I'm right there with you on it. It's definitely for the hardcore fans. I think we've established that quite a bit now at this point. But it's also just one of those things where you don't recommend it to a casual fan. I cannot recommend this to you if you are just someone who knows very little about Bruce Springsteen. This will not win you over in any slightest form. And quite frankly, I think those kind of people will be bored to be quite honest with you Mm -hmm. at the same time even just by himself with just guitar or piano or even a harmonica at some point there's a certain charm that bruce springsteen has and he's had it for forever now but it it doesn't get old when even in the show it's it's authentic from beginning to end. You could tell that he was very passionate about this and he really enjoys doing it.
1: Yes, he put a lot of effort into it, I feel like.
0: Yeah. And 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 that's probably the one thing that like I took away from it more than anything else is that this isn't just, oh, well, you know, I just want to try and experiment or you know, oh, I feel like doing something different. No, this is something I really believe in and i really want to try and captivate a different audience than i normally do Mm -hmm. and i appreciate that here the nostalgic elements about new jersey when he's talking about vietnam war they work i feel like the other things could have been refined if he wanted to get political and stuff like that i feel like it could have been less about like already kind of just you know just just stating what we already know we already knew he was part of like you know you Me Too movement and really believed in it. I didn't feel like he added much more to the conversation there.
1: That's not his place, though, you know? I, I get that. I mean, it's, it's good to be an ally behind it, but if he hasn't experienced it or know anyone who experienced it, he doesn't really need to be talking about it too much, you know? I,
0: I guess so. I guess, hmm, um, what's, what's the word that I'm looking for? It
1: felt kind of forced. It, that's that's really what It, it just is. kind of came out of nowhere kind of thing. Like, like I said, there's no focus on what he's trying to yeah. lead to, so it's just like... You know, you can tell he's a good person just by the way he is and how humble he seems. Yeah. And it just it was kind of like, bam. I was like, oh, okay.
0: It was almost like he talked about it because it's relevant. And that's what I took away yeah, from Yeah,
1: and, and I think that's definitely something valid with his music, too. You know, mm-hmm. it was relevant for the time and still is relevant to some degree. Yeah. I just wish there was some and,
0: kind of connection to it. Right. Then that's, that's yeah. the
1: overall problem. There's not really that focus.
0: Yeah, because we already know that you're a good guy. We already know that you believe in... Strong values and all that kind of stuff. It just, I don't know. It it felt out of place, especially when it got to that point in the show. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the stream it. I know it's a relatively easy score to give it, (laughs)
1: because Netflix, you stream it.
0: (laughs) But I mean that that's really what it is. If you're a diehard fan, buy this when it comes out. You know, hopefully they'll give you some good extras on the blu-ray format blu-ray or dvd format because i know netflix sometimes puts these things out in physical formats after a while and if that's the case and you're a diehard bruce springsteen fan i think this is something great for you to have even if it's like one of those kind of things that you just have on in the background you know you're doing some chores around the house yeah you know or got to do some work whatever like i think that's like a good it's almost kind of calming at points and i guess that's part of the reason why the whole bit about us talking about him having a podcast would work so well you know can't, can't you fall asleep to the sweet sounds of bruce springsteen black
1: sheep have you any wool yes sir yes sir three bags full
0: <laughs> narrating children's books i i kind of want that to happen now can, can can we do that can we get bruce on the line and tell yeah. him We want to uh, do do
1: some nursery rhyme. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder where you are.
0: The only other thing that really bothered me, too, is when he would move away from the mic and start saying things at the regular volume of his voice. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, great, now i got to ride the volume on my remote just to keep track of him. (laughs) The problem is the music can get so loud that... It would be nice and loud on the volume, and then all of a sudden, right? Yeah. Blow out my speakers and my poor tea. audio guy. Yeah, poor audio guy indeed. Oh man, but yeah, no, I, I, I hope Kyle doesn't hate us.
1: Don't hate us, Kyle.
0: Yeah, please, please don't. We'll we'll talk it out. We'll talk it out sometime soon. Yeah. So that
1: was good. Yeah, that
0: was that was good. good so good. Maybe, maybe maybe we'll have to do Taylor Swift next.
1: Yeah, uh, Netflix dropped on New Year's Day. Taylor Swift's. It was her last stop on her Reputation Tour in Texas, mm. and it was sold out two nights in a row. No so kidding. So this was the last night of it. And mm. I ha- I watched it over the break. John did not, so I'm very curious, and we'll have a good discussion about...
0: You, you watched it because you're also a good boyfriend.
1: Hey, I was very curious, too. This was not a forced thing. This was, oh, heck yeah, Taylor Swift. <laughs> and just to give you a little preview, let me say... Carrie and I were lucky enough to see Beyonce last year which was insane Mm -hmm. and if I saw this concert this Taylor Swift concert in person it's very much on the same scale in production
0: so no kidding
1: yeah I'm I'm very curious to see what you think about it and your wife as well I'm sure she's gonna love it
0: most likely she's gonna fall asleep while watching it
1: I don't I don't know
0: oh it's that good huh
1: you might be pleasantly surprised but oh
0: all right well i'm excited for our next conversation yeah the next episode of g for d aka grounds for discussion.
1: discussion well before we say bye really quick i just wanted to say it is 2019 we are back full force two episodes on thursdays and tuesdays
0: or tuesdays and thursdays or
1: tuesdays and thursdays whichever you prefer because that's chronological yeah exactly you know it happens we are also on instagram facebook and Twitter, if you search G4D underscore podcast, you will find us. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Subscribe, like, comment, rate. He left me in suspense there. I don't know. We have a website too, which is g4dpodcast.com, where you can download all previous, what, 51 of our episodes? Oh my
0: gosh. Good yes. golly gosh. Oh
1: my gosh. Wow.
0: Look at us. Look yeah. at us. We're going to be approaching 100 before you know it. Oh
1: my gosh. Oh. Yeah, we got to start. We'll have, to, we'll have to talk about what we're going to do for that. Yeah. But anyways, thank you for joining us. We love you all, and bye.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of G4D, Grounds for Discussion with Adam and John. Stay up to date on future episodes and all our caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at G4DPodcast at gmail.com. If you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries.
1: You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks.